0: let's just say that a uh, snake bit your mom right up here right in the chest area. Would you be willing to suck the venom out to win the title? No, but I will with your wife. I'm a man. I'm 40. Uh, playoffs? What'll talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs?
1: So, we can win a game.
0: And we're in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Pick and Roll podcast. My name is Bill Golden. Alongside me, as always, is Kevin McLernan. Kev, it's been quite a while. I have to apologize. I was having some serious laptop issues, but we're back. We're ready to go, and the NBA season is just around the corner. I'm excited. How about you?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the last time we talked, I was a little more excited. Uh, That was Ben Simmons before his injury we talked, so uh, yeah, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, but there's um, a lot to look forward to with the Sixers, and I think the rest of the league right now, Um, I know that the NFL ratings are down due to, I don't know what, but I think the NBA season, um, especially once the election is over, I think they're going to maybe have the best ratings they've ever had. There's just so many good storylines this year. Um, you know, it's a shame Durant went to the Warriors, like I said before, but I mean, I still think that the ratings are going to be extremely high because of, of the different storylines.
0: Yeah, I can easily see that. I mean, like you said, the NFL, Are down right now, Um, and I I think it will take a while till after the presidential election, but that's really not that long from now, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're just a few weeks away from that, and then that will be the only thing I could think of that would really stand in the way of the NBA, you know, ratings taking off. But let's get into it. Um, This is our, I think, second time, but it's definitely an annual event now. This is our um, preseason NBA podcast. We're gonna go whether um, we're gonna do over unders on all the teams and we're going to give bold predictions for each team, and we're also going to predict where they'll finish in the, uh, in the standings. So uh, let's start Sounds good. Let's start in the Eastern Conference. Um, the, over, the number one team in the East predicted wins. Cleveland Cavaliers predicted to win 56.5 games. You taking the over or the under there?
0: I am actually going to take the under. Uh, I think LeBron's not going to play a lot. Uh, I'm not going to say much under. I think, I think this number is a pretty good number. Uh, I think they're going to win 55-56, but I think it's just going to be a little under.
1: I actually totally agree with you. Uh, I immediately reacted to under. They won 57 games last year. Uh, LeBron's going to play less minutes, like you mentioned. I think Love will even play less minutes than he did last year. Uh, Kyrie might even sit at times, uh, although I kind of doubt it. He's still very young. But I think the Cavs are just not going to worry that much about the regular season, realizing that all the effort and energy it took the last season to win it's going to take more than that at least a time and a half that much energy and they're going to need it at the end of the season so I think maybe even if they only won 50 51 52 games um, I, I don't even know if they're worried about home court advantage at this point it's, it's about getting to the finals and not just getting there but trying to win again is going to take a heck of a lot of energy what's your bold prediction yep, and- for them this year
0: and that's exactly what's going to lead me into my bold prediction because I think there's only one way they can win the title again, and, and that's just to get rid of Kevin Love. So my prediction is Kevin Love will be traded.
1: Wow. Interesting. Um,
0: uh, obviously, his matchup against the Warriors is not favorable for the Cavs, so Then I think they're going to see that. They're going to realize they're going to have to make a change in the middle of the year.
1: Do you have any prediction of, on what that trade is going to look like?
0: I I think they're just gonna try to get a lot more wing players. I, I don't know who exactly maybe maybe they try to do something with the Kings and try to get Rudy Gay, but I I, I didn't look I didn't think about that, that too much.
1: Okay. Uh my bold prediction um is actually that Kyrie is gonna average more points per game than LeBron. Uh I just think at this point in LeBron's career he doesn't care that much about I mean anything other than winning. Uh obviously he's gonna wanna put up great numbers, uh, going forward so you know, For his legacy, he still need the regular season numbers. But I think also he's going to be pumping Kyrie up a lot and letting him take over a lot more games because it helps him. If Kyrie comes out and drops 35 or 40, LeBron has to do less. And Kyrie has the energy because he's still young to do that kind of thing. I think, honestly, as far as a long-term trying to win the championship this year standpoint, I think if Kyrie averages more points than LeBron this year, that's going to be a very good thing for that.
0: He'll definitely score more total points, I'll say that. For the entire year, because the amount of games they'll play, okay, going to be definitely more.
1: Yeah, maybe that—that was a little bit less bold, but probably a smarter prediction. Um, and and I guess the last question we have for the Cavaliers is, is where do you have them finishing in the standings this year?
0: I do have them finishing number one in the East, but I, like you said, I don't think they're too worried about it.
1: I actually think that they're going to finish second. Um, the end goal is is probably you still want to have that number one seed for home court advantage. But I think that they're going to sit a lot, and there's some good teams in the East. Um, I think the East is better this year than it was last year. So I actually think that they might not get the, the number one overall seed. I'm not too confident about it. Um, I did have them as the first seed and then scratched it out. Um, I, just, I just think someone will be able to overtake them, and I just think they don't care.
0: Yeah, I, I think we both agree that if they want it, if they really want the first seed, they can get it.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm exactly. I'm not saying it as a matter of someone's going to take it from them. It's. They, I think they might just give it up. Not. Not totally like that. But yeah, I think we're on the same page. Um, anyway, let's move on to the Celtics. They're they're predicted to have the second most wins in the Eastern Conference this year. They're predicted to have fifty two and a half wins. You taking the over or the under on that one?
0: Yeah, I am taking the over on this, but like a, just like the Cavs, I think it's going to be very close, which is why I still have the Cavs as the number one seed.
1: Yes, I'm also taking the over here. And so, exactly, I'm with you. I think it's going to be one or two games that separates the two teams. Um, like I said, not too confident that it will be the Celtics that will be the number one overall seed. But um, if anyone's going to do it, I think it'll definitely be them. Um, and So I guess what's your bold prediction for them this year?
0: I have them as making, they're going to steal New Orleans Noel from the Sixers. I think the Sixers will be desperate to get rid of him, and they're going to get him for a bargain.
1: Um, I certainly hope that you're wrong about that. Not that I care about having New Orleans Noel. He's a nice player. But at this point, I would rather them get rid of him because I just don't like his attitude. Um, you know, same thing kind of like Sam Bradford. I just don't like guys that do that kind of thing. Just, just be quiet. You know, you get paid millions of dollars, um, you're not the GM. Just show up and do your job, um, that kind of thing. But I would like to see him traded. But I hope you're wrong. I hope they don't. Um, not that it's the Celtics, but I just hope they don't get ripped off in the trade. My bold prediction. Well, kind of both. Yeah.
0: Kind of both. I don't want him to go to, to the Celtics either.
1: Yeah, I mean that's true. Um, the other thing that my bold prediction it's it's kind of um, there's no uh, secret here. My bold prediction is that they come in first. I guess it's not that bold of a prediction, but I think that I'm probably the only person on earth who thinks that they have a chance of, of winning more games than the Cavs. Like I, like we said before, it's really a matter of the Cavs not caring versus the Celtics being better as a team. Um, all right, so let's move on to the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they're, they're predicted to have the third most wins. No surprise, they won 56 games, two seed last year. They're predicted to have 50 and a half wins. you taking the over or the under?
0: I am going under.
1: Wow. You'd care to explain?
0: <laughs> I Well, this will also, also go into my bold prediction that I'll just go into that. I think Lowry and DeRozan had a very long summer, both put in the Olympics. Uh, I think they're going to get off to a slow start as a duo and as a team.
1: Wow. <laughs> we have very different um, views of this team. I, I say over. Again, they won 56 games last year. I'm not sure that the roster got so much worse as to warrant them losing five or six less games. I actually, you know, I, I'm going to take the over, like I said, maybe not by much, but I really, I feel strongly about that. And I think my bold prediction is I think that they are going to be the highest scoring backcourt in the NBA this year.
0: Okay. I could see that, yeah. I mean, they've been playing together for so long, both Still haven't reached their peak, I would say, uh, unless these are their peak years in the NBA, so uh, definitely a good chance of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is that the Warriors are kind of out of the conversation now. I'm assuming they'll still stay in the top five, but it's going to be really hard for them to to be the number one scoring duo because of the addition of Durant, obviously. Um, All three of those guys, it's going to be interesting to see how that works, but...
0: Who do you think they're competing with? There teams like or duos like John Wall and Bradley Beal.
1: I consider John Wall and Lillard. Yeah, those were the two other ones that I wrestled with. Yes, those those are the two that come to mind. I think immediately, Um, but I
0: wouldn't be surprised if Oladipo and Westbrook compete with them too. Just because they they have to do all the scoring on that team.
1: Right, and we'll talk about Westbrook later. But that's that's definitely a possibility. Um, It just depends on how high you are on Oladipo. I know you're very high on him. I I like him. I just I'm not, I'm not sure about him yet. Um, but this year we're going to find out one way or the other because he's going to get a lot of playing time. Um, okay, so I think we're both bored by the Raptors. Let's uh, move on to the team. This team is tied for fourth um, at 44.5 wins. This would be the Detroit Pistons, over or under?
0: Actually, before we move from the Raptors, did sorry. I assume you had them as the three seed.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I skipped that part. Yes, um, yeah, I had them as the three seed.
0: I had them as the four.
1: Oh, interesting. Let's let's. Oh, I think I know who you put at three, but let's just let's just see. Um, so the Pistons forty four and a half. You taking the over or the under?
0: I am taking the under. Um, yeah, I think Reggie Jackson can hurt them. They're, they're, they're his injury to start off the season.
1: Yeah, I, that was one of the big factors uh, that I w- that I used to also conclude under. Um, what's your bold prediction?
0: I think that they're going to start off really bad. Uh, like Definitely out of the playoffs, maybe around the 10th seed. And when Reggie Jackson comes back, uh, he leads them back into the playoffs.
1: Wow. I also had them. Oh, so they—so you have them making the playoffs?
0: I have them as the 7th seed, yeah.
1: Okay. So I actually have uh, my bold prediction is that Andre Drummond will shoot over 50%. I think last year. Oh, that's so bold. Yes, it is. It is very bold. But I think I think he'll do it. Um And I actually have the Pistons. I guess this could also be considered a bold prediction, although they were the 8th seed last year. Um, I actually have them finishing 10th in the conference.
0: Okay. Yeah, and then a team we'll talk in the West. i have gotten very favorable previews this year from how they did last year.
1: Yeah, I I just think they overperformed last year, and I just think it's not a matter of them getting much worse. I think they'll still win at least 40 games, but I just think a couple teams in the East improve, which we'll talk about later, I guess. All right, so the next team who's also tied with them for the wins is 40, at 44-and-a-half. It would be the Pacers. Are you taking the over or the under there?
0: Taking the over. That's my three seed. Yeah, I knew, I, I knew it, man. I you knew figured it. that one, didn't you?
1: Yes, I did. Um, I actually have them as the four seed, so, I mean, not much difference between the two of us. I actually thought about putting them at three. Um, just I didn't have the guts that you did. Um, how about your bold prediction? What do you got there?
0: Paul George wins the MVP.
1: Yeah, okay. I I, I thought about this. Um, you know, I saw it in a couple of places. Uh, actually, when I went over the Pacers, I said he might say Paul George is going to win MVP. Um, there's other, obviously a couple other good candidates out there, but there's a lot of chatter about this. I, I, I don't think he will win MVP. Uh, my bold prediction for this team is that Teague averages over eight assists per game. Uh, he's been fluttering, like, with, I think, maybe 5.9 or 6 last year. So another two per game. I think that uh, this just the team, the way they play up there, uh, the style, and, and getting help from Paul George, I think he's going to help him improve his game a little bit. I, I think Teague's going to have a really good year. I wanted to say more bold things, but there's just too many good point guards in the league that a guy like Teague, who's good, just, I mean, he's going to be below average because average is just so ridiculously high in the current NBA.
0: This team made a lot of changes. Uh, it's all season. So it'll be interesting how all these pieces come together. Thad Young, Al Jefferson, Jeff Kees, uh all new acquisitions for this team.
1: Yeah, I mean, we got to remember the Pacers won 45 games last year. That's why I was kind of confused by this over-under, because if they won 45 last year, how can they be predicted to win 44 and a half this year when their roster is, has a lot more talent on it this year than it did last year? So I'm with you. I think this team could... This team has the talent to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I definitely I believe agree. that. Okay, uh, moving on. This is a really interesting team. Um, I just I scratched my head for a while on this one. The Hawks um, predicted to have the sixth most wins in the East at 43.5. They won 48 games last year, one of the four teams in the East that did that. Uh, with tiebreakers, they ended up as the fourth seed last year. Um, you're taking the over-under.
0: I'm taking the
1: over, and
0: uh, I'm not very confident about it, um, but I'm taking the over.
1: You like Dwight Howard, don't you?
0: That was my bold prediction. So um, I, I know I, I warned you before the podcast that I had a bold prediction that you would love, and I, I think Dwight's going to be the best he has been since he left Orlando.
1: Okay, no, that's that's man, we are on the same page today. I I'm actually taking the under. Um, I have them as the eight seed. I do have them getting into the playoffs. They just they get they make the playoffs every year. I can't bet against that. I actually think Howard leads his team in points, blocks, and rebounds. I was going to say the same thing you said, um, but I just thought that was like not enough of a bold prediction. But I I agree. I think that he has a great season. I think um, he's going to turn. I think this is going to be him turning the corner. The Atlanta Hawks are a team. Um, they they I, I'm obviously they're a team. I just mean that they really play like a team. <laughs> Um, and that's how they've been successful with, I wouldn't say limited talent, but they don't really have superstar talent, and they still don't with with Dwight. But y- Dwight could potentially get back to that superstar status. Um, he's so big, and he's still got the athleticism. So that's that's the thing that's going to allow him to do that. But yeah, I, I agree. And he
0: gets the play with Millsap is a g- great compliment to him, I think.
1: Exactly. I think he'll stay quiet, um, and and understand his role and. They are. I do have them as the eighth seed, but if, if you know, our bold prediction is is correct, um, they could they could be dangerous. What what seed did you have them at?
0: I had them at five. So yeah, that was kind of right where they're at.
1: Yeah, that was my guess. Um, if you didn't have them, if you had them going over, because if I had them going over, I'd, that's where they'd be at five, and that's certainly a possibility. Um, especially like I said, if Howard plays the way that we're thinking he might, that they're going to be a really interesting team for sure. All right um let's move on to the hornets they're tied for seventh in the predictions um 42 and a half the win total you have them at the over or under
0: i have it under but right around 40 wins i think
1: i also have them under yeah again not by much um i guess what's your uh, what's your bold prediction
0: I think that MKG, MKG is finally going to stay healthy and show us his, poten- his potential. Uh, I, I'm not sure if we started the podcast. Uh, we probably didn't when he was being drafted. Um, but I liked him more than Anthony Davis, and obviously uh, that hasn't turned out for well well for me. But uh, luckily I didn't have any money on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, he definitely has some potential, and I could see that happening. Um, it is a pretty bold prediction because he's been in the league a few years now, and, and like you said, with injuries and all that stuff, he hasn't really – um, performed an
0: ugly jump shot.
1: Yes, that too. Uh, I actually, my bold prediction is that Frank Kaminsky leads the team in rebounds per game. I think that he might end up starting at some point this year, um, and that's what would probably allow him to accomplish that. Um, and I have them as the 11th seed in the East.
0: So you went under, also, right?
1: Yes, under. Sorry, I thought I said that. What what seed did you have yeah, them
0: at? I am seeking in the playoffs at eight. Wow. So I I think there's a lot of a lot of teams at at the middle of the Eastern Conference that can fight for playoffs.
1: Absolutely. I I agree 100% with you. Um, I actually think it's kind of the same in the West, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, it's going to be tough. I had to sit for a few minutes trying to decipher which teams would make it and which teams wouldn't. And and between spots six and through like 10 or 11, I'm really kind of confused. Um, Let's move to one of your favorite teams. Tied for seventh, also forty-two and a half wins. The Washington Wizards. I'm guessing you got the over here.
0: I have the under. Wow! Come on. Yeah.
1: You had these had guys high the last, last year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I had them as the two seed. Um, they, they, they just disappointed me, so I'm going under this year. That's
1: that. That was the thing I was thinking. I, I really, when I, I have them as the over, as being over forty-two and a half wins, and I thought to myself, this is funny because I. I had a feeling that they disappointed you so much that you were just done with them, and um, I have them as the fifth seed. I guess you you have them out of the playoffs.
0: I have them at eleven. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that's I mean I, I, it's that's similar to last year. You had them two, I think. I had them at nine or ten, and now I have them at five, and you have them at eleven. So it's wow.
0: Yeah, we just can't get on the same page. Yeah. Uh, but. I actually have two bold predictions. Okay. I think there's going to be a big John Wall and Bradley Beal feud uh, this year, and I think Kelly Oubre is going to be in the running for uh, comeback player year or not most improved. start.
1: Okay. Do you think he takes he starts over Otto Porter at some point? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I've heard that uh, rumors about that. Uh, the 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 Wall Beal thing supposedly has been worked out. But let's let's be honest here. It only works itself out in one way, and that's winning. So, my prediction is that my bold prediction is that the the backcourt will average fifty points per game, um, at least fifty points per game. So they're really gonna they're really gonna go off, and that's gonna be the thing that propels them. But if if I'm wrong and the feud and they don't get along, you know, it'll be because they're losing and and they're not doing what I just said. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 make or break. And I think last year's. Season could do one of two things. It can either propel them um, into the playoffs by them working together and seeing that they have to be playing 100% with each other every night in order for them to get to the playoffs because they don't have that much outside of those two guys. Or, like you said, they feud and and they don't make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really banking on those two guys, like you said. If they do average 50 points a game, I will not be surprised if those are five feet.
1: Yeah, it's it reminds me of the the Portland Trailblazers a lot. It's like that's why I think we thought of those two other backcourts because the the whole the whole team kind of relies on th- those two guys, those two sets of two, those backcourts, and the teams will live and die by them. And the Trailblazers last year lived by theirs, and Washington died by theirs. Um, but you know that's what it's going to come down to, simply. And I think if they feud, um, like you said, I mean, do you imagine one of them is going to get traded midseason?
0: Those are uh, big contracts to get rid of. Um, I don't know who they get rid of, uh, to be honest. If they, if they decide on one, I'm not sure. I would go with Wall. You know, I'm not a huge Beal fan, but they just gave Beal a very big contract in the offseason.
1: Yeah, Beale would be uh, – I'm sorry, Wall would be easier to get rid of um, because he's better. But I, I agree with you. I think I'd rather keep Wall. But um, hopefully for them it doesn't come down to that. We'll see, we'll see as time goes on. All right. Let's move on. Uh, Two teams are tied for ninth. I think that most people would agree that they're the two most compelling stories. That's my take, um, at least in the Eastern Conference. The first team uh, predicted to win 38 and a half games. That's the New York Knicks. You taking the over or the under? I'm
0: taking the under. Um, Yeah, I'm not not buying into it.
1: (laughs) So dismissive. I... I knew you're gonna see. Just do, wait until
0: you hear my bold prediction, man.
1: Um, I knew you were gonna do that. Uh, I took the over here. Um, I, I'm really go ahead with your bold prediction. I'm excited.
0: Well, because <laughs> I was so dismissive, um, my bold prediction is nobody cares. Like halfway through year, everybody's gonna be like, "Who cares about the Knicks? Stop talking about them. It's over." Phil Jackson, leave.
1: Okay. Um, I actually my bold prediction is that Rose will be top ten in assists per game. Now, here's the reason why I buy the return of Rose. Now, the whole team, I don't know, but let's not forget, they still have Carmelo, who's, who's a great scorer, and who's changed his mindset and the way he plays the game. He plays more defense. He, he looks for rebounds more often. looks for teammates more often. Kristaps Porzingis going to be really good, better than he was last year, and he was pretty darn good last year. Joe Noah is not what he used to be, but he's still a pretty good defensive player. And then you have D. Rose, he wasn't able to return because he never changed his game. He got hurt. He still relied on quickness, athleticism, you know, those freakish things. He's already come out as saying, I have to restructure my game and I've been trying to restructure my game so I can play without freakish athleticism, you know, all the quickness and the twists and the turns and all that. The guy has skills. He can't shoot. He was very overrated. I, you know, went on and on about that before. But there, he's not, he doesn't totally lack talent. And I think that he'll facilitate the offense and passing to guys like Kristaps and Carmelo, I just I think that he'll get a lot of assists this year. I'm high on the Knicks, obviously, as you can tell. I have them as getting the sixth seed, which I think most people would think I'm being ridiculous, but I really believe in the, in this team this year. What about you?
0: I have them as the 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of agree with everything that you're saying. Um, I think the, all those guys may fit well together. Uh, the problem is, your best bench players are Brandon Jennings, who come it's coming off an awful Achilles injury, um, and Kylo Quinn. Unless you want to argue Marshall Plum or whatever, I think it's Marshall Plumley. Yeah,
1: yes. not Mason. Marshall. Yes.
0: And that's the, that's their bench. That's that's my big problem with this team.
1: Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I overlooked that a little bit. Uh, I think I got you know starstruck, I guess, with the starting lineup, and the <laughs> the bench is a big deal. Now, how much is it a big deal in the regular season? I'm, I'm not so sure. I know that it means almost everything in the postseason. Not almost. It means a lot in the postseason. Uh, but you got to get through a long year. Some guys maybe can't play every night. So your point's well taken. And like I said, I do have them as a succeed. I don't feel that confident about it. I do think that they can make the playoffs. Um, but I honestly, if it, it's not... Like I said, I don't have confidence, so it's not like if if halfway through the year no one cares and the Knicks are under well under five hundred, I would not be surprised at all at the same time.
0: Yeah, and and then everybody's
1: just going to stop talking about them and not be happy,
0: <laughs> especially it, Stephen A.
1: Uh, okay, well, first of all, yeah, I mean the problem is it's New York. Uh, the problem is that it's the Knicks who haven't been good, so you know there's a lot of hype with that and. Yeah, I I don't know what to say. I mean, Knicks fans tend to to do that kind of thing, and you know Stephen A. But I. But
0: it, that's why I hope halfway through the season they just realize they were all idiots and then
1: just stop talking about it. All right, well, because they
0: think this team's going to make the conference finals, and I do not think they have a chance. No,
1: that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, you again, you need a bench to do something like that. I think they could make the playoffs. I, I think that they will right now, uh, but again, I'm not confident in it. But you know, it's it's um. This is not a conference finals team. I mean, not even close. All right, let's move on to the other team that's tied for ninth. Also, very interesting uh, team this year. Supposed to, predicted to win 38 and a half games. Uh, It's the Chicago Bulls. You taking the over or the under?
0: I'm taking the under. Uh, The team that gave up all the teams, their players that went to the Knicks, I'm not selling their old guards who can't shoot. So I'm going under.
1: Dwayne Wade can't shoot?
0: Dwayne Wade cannot shoot, no. Wow. Dwayne Wade, can, Dwayne Wade can shoot from three feet away, but he cannot shoot outside.
1: Well, he can't shoot from three, but I think he's a decent mid-range jump shooter, isn't he? Well, I think
0: the problem is now, without his quickness, I, I don't think people have to back off as much.
1: Yeah, like before, he, he played they, they pretty well last year.
0: Them. Yeah, he did. And I, I think that was, in large part, to that and how that team played. I, I just don't think it's going to work with this team.
1: Okay. I... I... Also thought you'd take the under on Chicago. Uh, i took I took the over um actually have them finishing as the seventh seed. What about you?
0: I have them finishing as the twelfth seed
1: okay um, that would actually Way down there. that would really really surprise me almost shock me if they ended up that low. I could see them missing the playoffs, but anything lower than nine or ten I would be really surprised by this one I feel a little bit more confident about than the Knicks um. So my bold prediction is that Dougie, Dougie McBuckett, he earns a starting job and he's, he has the third highest uh, points per game average on the team.
0: Wow. That's, so who's he getting a starting job over? Miritich?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Now Miritich is more of a bench guy. Uh, like a six man guy, I think.
1: Yeah, definitely. But,
0: but McDermott might also be that kind of guy too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Mine is that they're the worst three-point shooting team in the league.
1: Yeah, that's and that's, that means
0: I, that means McDermott and Mir aren't doing their thing, I guess.
1: Well, two guys can't make up for the rest because if Rondo takes any, they're they're not going to go in. And if Wade takes any, they're not going to go in. So hopefully,
0: they're not shooting those though.
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> I, ideally, I, just, I just
0: don't think they will. Like, yeah. they won't be able to stop themselves.
1: Who won't be? Like, I think that's R- going to be the problem. I Rondo think, and Wade will be I shooting
0: lots of threes. Yeah, I think they'll be shooting more than they should. Not tons, but more than they should.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. It, You know, they would be really smart. I think the best, you know, solution for them, the best game plan is to get the ball inside the three-point line, try to play inside the three-point line, let Rondo try to get inside the lane and dish from there to Miritich or Doug, and, and let D-Wade, you know, back guys up from, from maybe the elbow and, and that kind of thing and play a slower half-court style game, I think. Um, I, I don't know. I just I think that they I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be I think they'll make the playoffs. Like I said,
0: if I had to guess one team that would make the playoffs, I would surprisingly pick the Bulls over the Knicks.
1: Right, right.
0: But uh, I have the Bulls finishing lower. It's
1: yeah. I I don't totally understand that, but I agree that I could <laughs> pick the Knicks. Uh, I'm sorry that I'd pick the Bulls before the Knicks. Um. And I guess I have the Knicks at six and the Bulls at seven, so that kind of doesn't equate either. But um, anyway, let's stop talking about these teams that everyone – these are two teams everyone's talking about. Let's talk about uh, a team that some people I think are sleeping on a little bit. They are predicted at the 11th most wins in the East at 37.5 wins. I'm taking the over. What about you?
0: Oh, I'm taking the over. I'm not sleeping on them. Take the over on yeah, this team.
1: I knew you were. Are you th- you haven't making the playoffs? Yep, six seed. Wow, I knew it, man. I, I, I um, I had them in for a, a short period, but uh, I actually have them as the nine ninth seed. Um, it was hard for me to do, but I just they didn't win that many games last year. Uh, Thirty five. I guess they could win. I mean, you're you're predicting they win at least probably ten more games than that this year. I don't know. They did get better, but. I don't know.
0: Can I can I predict that uh, your bold prediction? <laughs> sure. I think I I think your bold prediction is Nikola Vucevic has traded.
1: No, I did predict a trade. Oh, I did predict a trade, but it was actually Gordon that I think that they're going to trade.
0: Aaron Gordon, okay.
1: Yeah, I think he has a high ceiling, and I think they need help at small forward. Um, so I think they'll be able to get a pretty decent small forward for him because someone will bet on Aaron Gordon and they don't seem that they don't seem to be in love with young guys. I mean, I think after the old depot trade, uh, kind of showed that they're open to not anything, but I mean, that was a lot of people thought they were on the losing end of that deal. I don't know about you.
0: Uh, I definitely did. Yeah. I I, I also liked, um, the bonus, but I didn't like them getting rid of him. Right. Um, but, I mean, we'll see how it works out. Uh, they'll probably get Ibaka next year. Um, his, his contract's up after the season, so he'll probably resign with Orlando for a big deal. But, I mean, this team has a lot of players that can play multiple positions, but they're just, like, completely different players. Like Zoni can play the two and the three, and Aaron Gordon can play the three and the four, Jeff Green the same, Ibaka's there, Biombo's there. It's just interesting, and my bold prediction is that it works somehow. They, they figure it out. They got Frank Vogel. I think he figures out a way on defense to make the team good.
1: Yeah. I think that's the toughest, ch- like, coaching challenge maybe in the league this year. Although, making the Warriors thing work, you could say, but they have so much talent. It's almost like you've got to, like, not mess it up. That's a little bit easier. With the Magic, there is talent there. And like you said, there are all these different weird pieces that are flexible. And you can you can make a thousand different lineups with that team. It's crazy. But making it yeah. all work is going to be tough. And I think they will at some level, but just not enough to make the playoffs. Although, like I said, it really wouldn't surprise me at all if they made the playoffs.
0: Was that the best uh, head coaching in To me, it was. Frank Vogel was going to magic.
1: Oh, uh, you asked me. I got to think about that. Um...
0: <laughs> I mean, there, there was a bunch, but I mean, I, I just thought Frank Vogel did such a good job in Indiana. Yeah, no. That I... He didn't deserve to be fired. Maybe he just kind of did like an Andy Reid
1: thing and overstayed his welcome almost. Yeah, I think I'll probably agree with you. Um, I would have loved to get him. We have Brett Brown, who I love, but if we didn't have someone like Brett Brown, um, I'd love to get him. He's one of the better coaches in the league. Um, I think he proved that last season because I didn't really think Indiana was that good last year, and they, they won 45 games. And and so, I, I mean, I, I just think about Indiana this year, and I'm like, man, if they had Frank Vogel still, like, They would really, you know, I mean, I have them to four, you have them as a three, but I think we'd both feel a little bit more confident if Focal was still their coach, right?
0: In Indiana? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have them as a three, so obviously I have them pretty high already, but with him there, definitely.
1: All right. Next next up, uh, two teams are tied for 12th at 34.5 wins predicted. First team, Milwaukee Bucks, you taking the over or under?
0: I'm taking the over on Milwaukee. Um uh, not much, probably the thirty six or thirty seven. Uh
1: I have I'm taking the under here. Um I actually has them have them as the twelve C. What do you have? Matt, nine or ten? Nine. Nine, okay. Um
0: yeah. uh I I think that Michael Beasley, who's only twenty seven years old, by the way. Wow,
1: I, I would have guessed he was thirty.
0: Yeah, right. I think he averages over fifteen points per game this year.
1: That is a bold prediction, but it's not an unreasonable one. Mine is that the Greek freak the Greek freak, excuse me, goes twenty points eight rebounds, five assists for an average.
0: Wait, what were those again?
1: Twenty points, eight rebounds, five assists.
0: That's that's a pretty good season right there.
1: Oh yeah. He's not far from it, but he's gonna play a lot of minutes. And the only thing I'm not confident about is he may average one less rebound than that and one more assist than that just because I think he's going to play a lot of point guard. Um but a lot of
0: Carter Williams.
1: Right, yeah. So, But either way, he's going to average a lot of points, a lot of rebounds, and a lot of assists is all I'm trying to say.
0: I mean, their lineup is pretty interesting also. Uh, I mean, to bring bringing Del Vadova over from Cleveland. Uh, he's still got Jabari, who who's, hasn't come into his own yet. Uh, Greg Monroe, John Henson, and their top ten picks on Maker. I don't think he's going to make much of an impact this year. Got to put on some weight first.
1: Got a very tall team. I love it. So I'm looking so for much. in Philadelphia, but we're getting there. Once Ben comes back, I mean, and eventually plays point guard. Maybe not this year, but definitely starting next year. He'll be our starting point guard, I think. And We'll talk about them in a second. Um, the other team that's tied for 12th in the prediction, 34 and a half wins, the Miami Heat. I have the under here.
0: I have the under also finishing 13th in the conference.
1: Yes, I have them at 13th also. Um, I think this team is absolutely horrendous. Um, if they finished last, honestly, in the in the, in the the conference, it would not surprise me. They're so bad. I would. I'd be very surprised. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Dragic... That's
0: not saying anything about the Heat. We'll, we'll get to the next, Nets in a second.
1: <laughs> oh, I was just going to skip the Nets. Um, but all right, we'll talk about them if you want. <laughs> uh, the uh, Yeah, I feel bad like living down here in Miami. Like The talk about them is so positive, And I'm just like, do you guys realize you lost Like Dwayne Wade? Let's just start with that. They're yeah, in mean, a room for
0: rude awakening.
1: Yes, they are. Um, I think Drogic actually... He has the same numbers, twenty-eight and five, as the Greek Freak, but it's twenty points, eight assists, and five rebounds. I think he is the focus of their whole offense. I think he's a good player. Um, great would might be a stretch, but I think that he's a good player. They're going to design the offense around him. He was he had really good numbers last year in an offense that didn't suit him because it's it was built around Dwayne Wade, as you mentioned earlier. This one's going to be built around him. It's going to be built to run. Um, and he's just going to go off. I think he'll have some thirty-point nights, some ten, 10, uh, 10 to fifteen-assist nights. He's going to he's going to have a a really good season on a bad team.
0: And, and my vote came out that Justin Wins, Justice Winslow is not that good.
1: Wow, not a fan of Justice Winslow. I was, uh,
0: I, w- I wasn't a fan of him coming out to college. Um, I, I I think him and Stanley Johnson were rated similar coming out and I, I was a bigger fan of stanley johnson
1: but he looked good um, last year stanley johnson <laughs> no Just, well i don't know but justice winslow
0: uh, i thought you were joking because stanley johnson is talking trash to lebron in the playoffs uh, um but, but yeah but i, I think winslow is going to have such a much bigger role this year and i don't think he can be able to step up to it
1: yeah okay that, that, that's that's a that that's a fair reasoning, I, a rationale behind your answer. So I, I can't disagree with you. I um, I, I do I, I will say I guess, but um, yeah, it might be too much for him. You could be right about that because he's going to be asked to do a lot. He'll probably be the guy they want to score the second most points. Although Whiteside's going to want his touches, so it'll be interesting to see what happens down here. Um, let's move on. Uh, the team predicted to. Have the 14th most wins or the second least, whatever you want to say. Uh, at 24 and a half, that's our Philadelphia 76ers. Taking the over or the under.
0: Uh, well, to answer your question, I'd rather say the 14th best, rather than the worst, but that's just me. <laughs> um, I will go the under. I think they're going to win about 21, 22 games.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the under here too. Simmons is hurt, and Bead's going to play like not a lot of time, not a lot of minutes per game, and there's just too many new pieces like. Bayless is just coming. He just got hurt. Bayless, Henderson, Dario Saric, Sergio Rodriguez, Joel Embiid, uh, Ben Sim. These guys have never played a game with the Sixers before, so it's they may have added more people this year that have not played well an NBA game, but also a game with the team that they're currently on. Before it's it that's going to take so long to work itself out. I think they're going to be fun. Um, it's not going to be boring. Uh, my hope is that there's not a lot of infighting because of the Noel situation. And then Jalil just never seems to be happy here. And then you got Embiid and Simmons who seem to be getting along pretty well. So that, that's all, that's all going to be weird. And what's difficult is you have so many young guys and a lot of them have egos. So um, I think I trust Brett Brown to figure that out. And I think someone is going to get moved. We mentioned Noel earlier, so that'll kind of help, help work it out. But there's just too much, you know, the chemistry issue is that's not going to come together for at least a whole season. So there's going to, we're going to take some lumps because of that.
0: So, what was your bold prediction?
1: Oh, uh, my bold prediction is that Jalil averages a double double.
0: Jalil does? Yeah. Not, not Joel. Jalil.
1: Yeah, Joel. Joel's not going to play enough minutes, I don't think.
0: Okay, that's interesting, though, because everybody's been complaining about how Jalil never rebounds. Um, I actually think Okafor will average 19 points per Nine? And I mean, that's. 19.
1: Oh, 19. Okay.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's not that much more than uh, I did last year, but I think everybody just assumes he's going to score last this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to rely on him a lot. Uh, He's the guy who's played a season in the NBA. He looked, to me, looked good. A lot of people are still low on him, which is fine. But he put put up pretty good numbers. Actually, really excellent numbers. I mean, 17.5.7 rebounds from a rookie. I don't know what's wrong with that at all. I don't have any complaints. Now, we need to see more from him, which is tough because I'm not sure. He's probably going to get. I think he, honestly, I think he stays with the minutes he has. He might even get more. I think he's going to be the one guy that kind of sits outside of all this. I know that Joel has to play. He'll probably play right behind him, but everybody else is going to have to try to get in at power forward because I think Jalil is going to play a lot of minutes this year.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Guys like Rashawn Holmes. Um, and if hopefully when Tims gets back, those are going to be tough. We're sorry, Um But, yeah, I, I think is going to have a big year. Um, and, like, when we did those uh, right around the gate, I find help off where we always, according to reports, about how high we were on Jaleel and how low we were on Nerwin. I felt like we were, we were really off on both of those, too. Yeah. About, like, their value around the league.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was very weird because uh, I was pretty confident about that. I, I. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're we don't know what we're talking about, or maybe people see something, or maybe it's it it could be their demeanors. Um. You know, it could be other stuff, contracts, or I, I can't imagine they're very different. But I, I'm not really sure why why that is the way it was. But um, well, let's move on to the team. I know you're dying to talk about. They are predicted to come dead last in the Eastern Conference, um, at twenty and a half wins. You have the over or the under.
0: <laughs> I'm taking under.
1: Wow. By a lot.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, my bold prediction is that they break their record for worst record ever.
1: Wow. They have a. They have Brook Lopez.
0: They have the same projected win total, or they're favored in the same amount of wins as the Sixers were last year, and that's a total of four games.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> if they. What did they do? What, what did they do from last year? Well, I just. Nothing, I guess. But they won 21 last year. I just think that they'll do the same. My prediction was that they'll, they'll do the same that they did last year. I mean,
0: I'm going to read you their lineup right now. They have Jeremy Lin and gregory Vasquez at point guard.
1: Yeah, I mean, both, um, both are decent players. Randy
0: Foy, Karis Levert, the rookie, Sean Kilpatrick, Isaiah Whitehead, and Joe Harris at shooting guard. Ronde House Jefferson, which Philly Project, hopefully he'll play pretty well. And Bohan Bogdanovich. And then Trevor Booker, Luis Scola, Anthony Bennett, former number one pick. Anthony Bennett. And then Brooke Lopez at center.
1: Yeah, I mean doesn't,
0: doesn't smell a lot of a lot of optimism to me.
1: No, I'm not optimistic. I just I, I think if you have Brooke Lopez and I'm not trying to build what Lopez up to be. I guess this plays into a little bit of my bold prediction, but I just think, you know, he's an all-star. Jeremy Lin is not bad. He's he's played well at times. Vasquez has been in the league. He's decent. Randy Foy is not terrible. I mean, okay, maybe two of the starters don't start most other places in the league. I'm not saying they're going to be good. I'm just, NBA record bad? Like, if they only won 15 games, okay, but... Eight? I don't know about that. Eight games, yeah.
0: And who knows? Maybe Brooke Lopez will throw in a broken foot in there.
1: Well, that hap- in that happens, uh, and <laughs> maybe yeah. Um, my bold prediction is that Lopez averages twenty-three, ten, and three blocks per game. Twenty-three. I'm 10, sorry. And three, three assists. Th- three assists. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, okay. That would have been that would involve.
1: <laughs> yes, beyond bold.
0: That was enough for the net. I'm tired of that.
1: So you have no bold prediction?
0: No, my bold prediction is they get the record for the worst record.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty bold prediction. All right, fair enough. Okay. I feel like, um, I feel like we, we differed on a lot of teams. I mean, we feel similarly about the Cavs, Celtics, um, definitely the Pacers. I mean, the Raptors between third and fourth. After that, it got, it got a little crazy. I mean, we feel very differently about the Knicks and the Bulls. Um, and then we feel very similar about the teams at the bottom. Um, except for the Nets. But, I mean, it's not like we differ much. We both think they're going to come in last. You just think it's going to be by a long shot. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's let's move on to the West, if so that's cool with you.
0: Uh, I'd rather go Central, but I'll go West. All right.
1: <laughs> All right. West it is. Uh, the number one highest predicted win total, no surprise here. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, 66 and a half, over or under? I'm going over. How could you not? I mean, they won 73 games last year. They got Kevin Durant on top of it, and they basically traded him for Barnes and Bogut, um, which is a good deal, in my opinion.
0: You're missing Barnes, though. That's a huge piece, man. He's so good.
1: Yeah, but Steph's going to be better than he was last year. Clay's going to be better than he was last year. Draymond's going to be better than he was last year. I was just being
0: very sarcastic. Barnes sucked.
1: Okay. All right. What's your you, bold prediction?
0: You saw him on the Olympic team, man. He played so many minutes.
1: Yeah, well, I, I didn't really watch that much, but, I mean, he didn't really belong there in the first place. Um, but but anyway, uh, what's your bold prediction for the Warriors?
0: I mean, I don't think it's bold, but everybody's predicting it not to be. I, I think they win more games than last year.
1: Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: I I don't think they'll have to strain for it. I mean, you can sit players and still be the best team in the league. You can sit Kevin Durant and still be the best team. And just do that every five games, sit somebody, and you'll be fine. I think they win 75 games this year.
1: Oh, my goodness. That would be unbelievable. Um, My board prediction, and this is, I realize now, I'm going to stick by it, and this is outrageous. I think they average 120 points per game. Wow. They averaged 115. They averaged 115 last year.
0: I didn't realize it was that high either. then been, wow, been 120. That's that's even hard to fathom. But I mean, I mean, you're you're bringing in one of the best offense players in the league to the best offense in the league, so
1: maybe. Look, look. A lot of people don't realize this. They gave up they gave up the most points or the second it's the third most points of any playoff team. Last year. They gave up 104 points per game last year. They don't they don't have to play that much defense, and therefore they're probably not going to. They're just going to come down the floor. I don't know if you saw that video of them against the Lakers. I understand it's the Lakers. Lakers aren't very good. But it was just so ridiculous watching Curry and Durant and Thompson pass and shoot threes and score to each other. And it was just like, man, if I'm them, I just don't even play. They weren't even really playing defense. They got a couple steals, like kind of luckily. And they're long... And they have Draymond to do the heavy lifting. So I think Kevin and Clay and Steph are just going to kind of be lazy on defense. The other team score, who cares? And they'll come down and they'll score. And I think they'll I think they'll play at a light speed, like the speed of light. Like they're going to get – the turnover is going to turn to a three or two within five seconds. Um, you know, they're going to come down the floor. Durant's just going to pull up for a three or Curry's going to pull up for a three or they're going to hit Clay on the screen. It's going to be ridiculous. I mean, 120 – might be a little high, but it's going to be, it's going to be more than 116 or 117. Like it's going to be way up there.
0: And that, that's going to be something to watch. That, that'll be exciting.
1: I mean, they both kind of play into the, each other. I, I don't have, I have them at maybe 70 wins, but, um, but if they're scoring 120 points per game, I mean, it's hard to say both. They probably will win 75. Let's um, let's move on to a team. I feel really bad for cause the Warriors and, our cheaters, and Durant is just such a... Mm. This team deserves a shot at the title, and they they don't get one, um, which is just not fair. Um, they're predicted to win 58 and a half games. I don't know if I just mentioned that. And that's the San Antonio Spurs. You're taking the over or the under there?
0: Going over. I think they went around 50
1: this year. That's the, this is the most disrespectful, the most disrespectful over-under I've ever seen in my life. They won 67 games last year. They're predicted to win 58 this year. I don't understand that at all. I, mean, I
0: think it's because of Popovich. I, I think I think they know he's gonna sit. Guys.
1: You think you think he knows what they know what?
0: I think they know he's gonna sit, guys. So they have to try to guess how many games they actually going to win, rather than how much they should win.
1: I mean, this yeah, the team but,
0: is a better better than 58 and a half wins, but it, it's the Spurs, so he doesn't really care.
1: I just think they got better than they were last year. I mean, they traded Tim Duncan Maybe. for Paul Gasol. That's an upgrade. I mean, I think Powell's yeah. gonna be great. I mean, I think you've said that before to me, not in the podcast, but I just I don't get it. And it's n- it's really not fair because if the Warriors didn't get Durant and let's say Durant ended up with like staying in OKC, it'd be mean, tough for me to say this and I think you'd pick OKC, but I would pick the Spurs to win the to win the West. I think I
0: I would have picked OKC, that's correct.
1: Okay. But the Warriors or the Spurs have been your second choice? I I don't know. Okay. Not sure.
0: All right. I didn't really think about that after after watching that series in the conference finals, I said coming back, I, I think if Durant comes back that'd be the best team. But I didn't really think about anything after that.
1: Okay. Um my bold prediction is that they take Golden State to seven games. I wanted to predict that they'd beat them, but I just couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> do you have them as the two seed?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so do I. Um, I have them as a two, and I—I I, I don't know if this is bold, and uh, I said, Pal's going to be better than Lamarcus."
1: Wow, that's so bold.
0: Okay, I guess it is bold.
1: That's the most bold. Yeah,
0: I, I think he—he's—I he's, he, I can't believe it, it has taken this long for Pal Gasol to be a spare. It's just amazing to me.
1: Yeah, so that is weird. Um, I think he settled. Well, yeah, I—I I, I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. But I mean, he's not gonna be better than Lamarcus. I I just I can't I can't fathom that. Lamarcus is younger. Um, I don't know. But this team is so good. Oh my goodness. I look at their roster and I just I drool. It's so much more fun than the cheating warriors, you know? I would just love to see the Spurs. I mean, you
0: know how much I love Kawhi too, so
1: Yeah, I'm big on Kawhi. I I just love to see the Spurs. And and uh, the Cavs, I just think that would be a great a great battle, but oh well. What
0: do you mean, oh well? Hopefully it'll happen.
1: I mean, it's I guess, man. I just think that Golden State's gonna win. Like that's a foregone conclusion. And I love LeBron James and what he did last year. I didn't think he could do uh, coming into the series, and then when even of course when they were down three to one, um, and that was replayed on NBA TV. I don't know if any. Buddy listening caught that today i i was too busy to watch it but our friend shane hadn't seen it before and he couldn't believe because he, he missed it because he was at a at a festival and he couldn't believe what he was seeing. and i was jealous of him that he was seeing it for the first time it's the greatest stretch of three games that's I why mean, he's
0: got to stop going to festivals he goes to too many
1: that's true that's true
0: he's, he's missing the important stuff
1: yeah i mean what lebron did man Oh, but anyways let's yeah. uh let's move on uh, the Clippers, uh, are predicted to be the third seed in the, in the West, 53 and a half wins. You taking the over or the under?
0: I am taking the over.
1: Okay. It's hard for me. I never know I mean, I... what your, uh, what your feelings on the Clippers are. I feel like, I don't know. Just never well, I knows. picked
0: on the win last year, if you remember
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I know, um... I know you got disappointed, um, by them a little bit, so
0: but I got the injuries. I mean, I couldn't blame them for losing after they lost CP three and Blake and playoffs. I mean, they weren't going anywhere. I mean, they lost to the trailblazers, but, um, and I actually think Blake's going to be traded this year.
1: Wow. Do you have them as the third seed? And even though he's getting traded? Yep. Well, that's, interesting. I think
0: he gets traded towards the trade deadline. Um, and I'm actually, later in the prediction, I will tell you who he's going to be traded to.
1: Do, do you know who it's going to be for?
0: Um, We can talk about that when we get to the team for that bolt. because I'm using that as my bold prediction okay. for that team, so okay. we'll wait.
1: Okay, my bold prediction is that Griffin, uh, 25 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. I think that if they're going to be successful, they need to let him um, get the ball a lot and kind of facilitate the offense. Um, I, you know, he's so amazing when Chris Paul's out. Not to say that Chris Paul limits him, because Chris Paul's amazing. But I think they just need to focus on making sure he gets a lot of touches. Let Chris Paul do his thing, but work in some touches, enough touches, a lot of touches to Blake Griffin, because he doesn't just score. I mean, he does create offense also. I mean, he's essentially the second-best point guard on the team, you could argue. And I think that's going to lead to them being very successful and, and being the three seed by by a long shot. I mean, it's, I think the three teams... C-1. At the top there. You went
0: over in the three seed just as I did?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Golden State and San Antonio and L.A., there are going to be a lot of wins ahead of whoever's in fourth, in my opinion. I think there's those three teams, obviously with the Warriors being a cut above the Spurs and the Clippers, but the Spurs and the Clippers are another level by themselves. Um,
0: Yeah, I think there's kind of like four tiers in this. I think the Warriors are in their own tier, the Spurs and Clippers, and then all the teams that can fight for playoff spots. And then there's like the bottom four teams.
1: Right. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Cause the next four through 10 or 11 is the most confusing thing. I mean, I was like moving teams up and down and all around. I, I couldn't decide. It was, it was, it was very difficult yeah. to do. Um, one of those teams can't wait to hear what you have to say about this one. Could not believe. Did I mentioned them earlier without mentioning them. <laughs> I could not believe this over under number. At number four, 49 wins. This, by the way, is very low for their four seed. The Utah Jazz. Yeah. Over-under. kind of laughable to me. I'm going under. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> I don't even understand. What, what? Yeah. Is that a typo? No, that's
0: not a typo, man. Everybody loves them.
1: What's there to love? I think, I see things um, to like.
0: You know, they got Joe Johnson. He hits buzzer beaters when he five years ago. <laughs> um, you got uh, Dante Exum, who's coming back from injury. Um, Rudy Gobert, who can't play offense. I mean, you got to love him, man. Gordon Hayward hurt. What's not to love?
1: <laughs> oh, man. That was brutal. I'm I not going to add anything. That was so perfect. Uh, where do you have them? Yeah. As, what seed do you have them at?
0: I have them eight, and my bold prediction is they barely make the playoffs. And I guess that's bold since they're projected to get forty-nine wins.
1: Yeah, I don't even have them <laughs> be the four seed. I don't even have them making the playoffs. To be honest, I mean maybe this yeah, is blame This might be bold, but I have them at eleven. I just I don't like anything about them. Um, I think that is bold, them
0: as the eleven. Yeah, is
1: very bold. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I have Gobert. My it's actually not my bold prediction, but it can be. It could be a double. Uh, I have Gobert fifteen, twelve, and three blocks. And, yes, three blocks, not assists. It's a lot of blocks. Oh well, yeah, he, really he doesn't really pass that. They don't give him the ball on offense.
0: If, if he gets the offensive rebound, I'll let him shoot, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, I think I think maybe that will change a little bit. Um, maybe it's not a good thing, though. I don't know. But I that's, that's my bold prediction. But um, let's move on because they're very disinteresting. Um, the team predicted to be the five seed in the West at 45.5 wins the your favorite team your second favorite team portland Trailblazers. um last year you i think had them out of the playoffs not sure um i had them as
0: the worst record in the league i think okay least, no i had them as the worst record in the west
1: okay um you're off And they just, only
0: they only made it to the second round of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, well okay but that's not really fair to do i mean they won 44 games i'll i'll beat you up on that but I mean, like you said, they, they played a very wounded Clippers team. I mean, that's like the time yeah. the Sixers beat the Bulls when Rose and Noah were out. I mean, it was fun, but it... Hey, but they took
0: they took two games on the Warriors, didn't they?
1: Uh, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, that does sound right. That so. that's yeah. Um so you're taking the over or the under here? I'm taking the over. Oh, uh, so you learned his learned his lesson. <laughs> I learned my lesson. All right, I'm taking the over also. Um what's your bold prediction?
0: I have them as the four seed, and I say Noah Vonley is a breakout
1: player. Um, can't believe I'm about to say this. <laughs> Got to take a deep breath here. Actually, I actually have them. Now that I'm thinking about this, I'm not sure that they're going to go over because that would put them at 46, and I don't know if the math works. Probably doesn't. Um, but I'm high on a lot of teams in the West. I actually have them as the ninth seed. Um, as the ninth seed? yeah. Uh, wow. I also have them as the second highest scoring backcourt, so I'm not too, too sure those two things make sense together. But um, I just I think outside of those two guys, there's not a whole lot to look at, and I think that some other teams in the West improved enough um, to kind of jump them. I think that's really what it's more about. More about.
0: I actually have our predictions last year right on this other page. And you had the Blazers at thirteen, and I had them at fifteen. So okay. We were we were not high in the last year.
1: Okay, so I wasn't high on them either. Okay. Well, I'm not high on them again but this year. I didn't eight, learn. My, I, I nine. I sure. didn't learn my lesson.
0: <laughs> well, we'll see. But I'm interested. You, you're the first two teams we talked about in the big group. You have missing the playoffs already.
1: So. All right. Let's let's see who I do have making the playoffs. Um, this the team is predicted to be the sixth seed. Uh forty four wins on the season. Houston Rockets. Over or under. Under. Knew it. They're not making the playoffs. I knew it. I knew it. Uh you hate James Harden, don't you?
0: I don't hate James Harden, just wait for the bowl prediction time.
1: Oh, oh okay. Um I wait, actually, did, did you have under? I no, no, I have over. I think they're gonna be the fifth seed. Fifth seed? Mm hmm. Okay. Um,
0: what's your bold prediction?
1: Harden averages thirty more than 30 points per game, more than 10 assists per game. Okay.
0: Well, and we might actually agree then because I think that Harden leads the league in points per game and assists per game, but does not oh.
1: win MVP. Oh, my God. How would he not win MVP if he does that?
0: Well, if your team finishes 10th in the West, you can't, you can't win MVP in my opinion.
1: Uh, oh, if he does that, uh that would be, I mean, I, I guess they would probably have him as the number one scorer. Um, actually, I'm not positive about that. I was going to say he was going to lead the league, and I hesitated, and you will find out shortly why I hesitated. Um, well, I
0: know. It's the next team,
1: but okay. <laughs> well, maybe the listeners don't, all right? Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes. So I think other than that, we agree on Harden. I guess the rest of the team you're not high on or what?
0: Yeah, what, what's there to be high on? Clint Capella?
1: Well, you you know, you didn't have to pick the guy that is the worst starter probably on their team.
0: Well, it helps my argument, so maybe I did.
1: Um,
0: I mean, they're they're demoting Patrick Beverly, their best defender. Um, Eric Gordon. um, He can't stand in front of anybody. Um, Ryan Anderson can't do that either. So I think they're going to give up 120 points per game, maybe, just like the Warriors are scoring.
1: Yeah, they're going to give – yes, yes. They're going to give up a lot of points, um, but I think that they'll make it up. Gordon can score. Harden's going to score a lot. Ariza can score. Anderson can score. So you're right in your assessment that there's not going to be a whole lot of defense being played by them. Um, They gave up 106 points per game last year, probably give up about the same. They made the playoffs, so – um, if they give up much more than that, it's gonna be hard for them to make the playoffs because 106 points is a lot to make up, and they did it last year um, by point one. Um, so, you know, I, I just
0: oh my fault too. They got they got Nene, so they got a really old center to to back up Clint Capella too. I forgot <laughs> about that.
1: Well, they they have a good decent backup players. I mean, did they still have KJ or did they get rid of him?
0: Uh, the, the depth chart I'm looking at right now still has not but they did cut Gary Payton today, that's all I know.
1: Okay. No, I mean, Corey Brewer's not bad. And depends on how you feel about Decker, I guess. And Montrez Harrell, I think Montrezl Harrell is going to be decent. They might even play him at the power forward behind Anderson sometimes.
0: Yeah, I like Harrell. Uh, just as, I mean, compared to last year, I, I hope he worked on his game. Especially offensively. Wow. He, he can rebound like a monster though.
1: Yeah. No, I like them. I think – I I agree with you. I don't disagree that they're going to be bad on defense. I think the offense will be enough to make up for it. That's all. Um, Let's talk about, wow, this team.
0: You just want me to just stop talking for the next five minutes because I know you really want to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'll just kind of listen to your (laughs) venting.
1: They're they're predicted to be the seventh seed at 43.5 wins. And I think I owe a a sincere apology to Russell Westbrook. I have been – Very wrong about him. I liked where his career was going. I just thought at the time before maybe last year, he wasn't the best player in his team, and he should have took the back seat. But maybe it's his selfishness that allowed him to grow as a player Um, because last year he was the best player on his team. I thought he was the second best player in the world behind LeBron last year. Um, And I think the same thing this year. I think he'll be the second best player in the world behind LeBron. Um, But I'm actually going to take the under here but not by much, maybe by a game, game and a half. That's all I'll say right now.
0: Uh, I'm going also under, and I I don't have them making the playoffs. And uh, my bold prediction is because I I know everybody's been talking about Russ and his triple-double, and I don't even think he'll be the closest player in the league to averaging a triple-double. Whether that be the Greek Freak. Harden or somebody else. I don't he, know. But he he don't was the closest player
1: last year to it.
0: Okay. And this he was, year, I
1: don't was, think he will be. He was 2.2 rebounds per game away last year. Okay. All right. Fine. Whatever. I have them as the seventh seed. Uh, I do think Russell averages a triple-double. Um, I think he's going to put up some stat lines this season that your eyes just will not believe. Um, this is... Where I'm struggling, I guess I originally did have the Blazers in. Um and had to move them out because there are other teams I thought were were probably better. And the Thunder I struggle with because they're just a lot worse than they were last year, I think. But I thunder bold prediction is that Russell Westbrook wins MVP and the only way for them to do that I think is they have to make the playoffs. Right?
0: I, I I think so. Not that I personally think so, but I think the voters, in their minds, yes, you have to make the playoffs to win that
1: yeah. award. It's so silly. Um, I honestly think he could average a triple-double and be the nine seed and not get it because he didn't make the playoffs, which is just disgusting. I mean, unless someone does something well, better than that, but I can't imagine they do.
0: Well, remember a couple of years ago where Anthony Davis, they were saying, oh, if he doesn't make the playoffs, he, he can't win everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just, um... So, it's just silly, honestly, but I digress. So, you have him where, did you say? I have him nine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. I, mean I have him it's between it's seven and nine. Shoot. It is, yeah. it is. All right, so you don't have Russell being the closest person to all even though he was last year, and now there's less pe- pe- people in his way. That's very interesting. All right, fair enough. Maybe he gets less rebounds because that, that's definitely possible. I could see him getting more points and more assists, but having less rebounds because he's doing more of the other stuff. So that that's fair. And Cantor
0: and Adams probably are both starting this year.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Um all right, well they're, they're gonna be an interesting team to watch. Um I officially dislike Kevin Durant. Hate probably I hate Kevin Durant and I love Russell Westbrook, um, which is weird for me, but I'm excited about it and it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, just can't wait to see those two guys go. I Man, I just want to see Russell score like 50 and get like 20 assists and beat the Warriors pretty much by himself in a regular season game. How awesome would that be? That'll
0: probably be the only loss of the season.
1: <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, the Grizzlies are predicted to be the eighth seed uh, at 42.5 wins. And I'll, I know this is our team. This is like the official team of the Pick and Roll podcast. Are you going over or under?
0: I'm going over. Yes. Yeah, It's the team. You got to go over.
1: Yes, of course. Come on. They just had added Chandler Parsons. This squad is looking nice. I took the over also. I have these boys finishing fourth in the West.
0: Fourth? Wow, you like them even more than I do. I got them a five.
1: Okay. All right. I think that's, yeah. No, these, these guys are um, another team. It's a shame that they can't really make a run for it. I think I may have predicted that they blow the team up at some point, or maybe I suggest that they should, but I mean, what are you going to do? I guess, you know, have a fun season, maybe try to upset somebody like San Antonio or, or LA, um, maybe get a crack at, o- at golden state. I guess if we finished fourth. That would happen in the second round possibly. Um, but yeah, I think we both feel probably pretty similar about them. What's your bold prediction?
0: Well, this is the advantage of me having the bold prediction from last year. You, you predicted that Gasol would be moved in the offseason, but you did think they were going to blow it up. Mm-hmm. I said Zebo's is going to win six-man the year.
1: Isn't he starting?
0: No, they, they moved him back. Oh. They announced that he's coming off the bench.
1: Yeah, no, okay, that's, that's good. Uh, my bold prediction was that they finished fourth. I didn't think that you would have them at fifth, so it doesn't sound that bold. But that's a yeah, good solid easy, prediction. It really is. I, I couldn't I couldn't disagree with that. I actually probably agree with you. I, that I can't. I don't know who else is just you know in the running for that. But man, Zach Randolph off the bench, really. I agree. Yeah, I mean
0: that they're going to run that offense through him that I mean, the second second shift.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. So we're pretty high on the Grizzlies. Not a surprise. Uh, let's move on to a team. You are over the top. Um just totally on board with the squad. One of two young squads that I think you really like. Uh they're supposed to be the nine seed 40 and a half wins. This is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Over or under?
0: Going over. Yeah, I do like them. Yeah. I liked them last year too.
1: Yes, I I, I am aware. Um I went over also. I looked at this team again and again, and I, I really like them now. I think that this is a well I'll just say I think this is a playoff team. I think they'll be the eight seed. I think you'll probably have them higher though.
0: Uh, I got them at seven, so okay. relatively the same.
1: Yeah, this is a nice team. My bold prediction is that Levine averages twenty points per game.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. That is I think that's the boldest thing I've heard all night. Really? Um yeah, maybe. Um yeah, that's twenty points per game for Levine. I, I think uh I think Wiggins is gonna be a breakout star. I think uh Thibodeau is going to teach him some defense. He's going to be a two-way player now, um, and, and he's going to be very, very good.
1: If that's the case, I don't want to
0: say the best player in the team, though. I don't. You can't. Towns is just. Towns is so good.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, this this there's this team is good, and they have some good young players coming in behind these guys. I mean, this there's a a serious amount of talent. I'll be extremely disappointed. Uh, plus, it's Thibodeau. I mean, yeah, they're 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 definitely making the playoffs. All right, so let's move on. Um, this team is supposed to come in 10th in the West, 38.5 games won. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, over or under?
0: I have the under.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And I think this has a lot to do with um, how we feel about the two players they were acquired. Well, the two big names, biggest names that they were acquired. Um, I have the over here. Um, you want to give your bold prediction?
0: Um, I couldn't really think of this team, so I said A.J. Hammonds is going to be on the second team all-rookie teams.
1: Well, I'm sorry. it was I, You kind of cut out. What did you say?
0: A.J. Hammonds is going to be on the second team all-rookie
1: teams. Oh, my God. That is the most bold. That's crazy. Okay.
0: I was uh, tempted to even go first team. That, that's like even crazy. Yeah, I
1: mean, about. that's – wow. Um, I have the over by a lot. I think Harrison Barnes averages 20 points per game
0: oh man yeah
1: i know i know that would hurt that would hurt you
0: on how many shots on how many shots
1: <laughs> a lot maybe a lot <laughs> um okay. i actually have them as the six seed in the west Yep. Yeah, i yeah i figured that
0: <laughs> which which means you don't like the next team
1: that's right right exactly right so where do you have the maps at Cause 10 or 11 11 yeah okay well, let's just get to it, because the Mavs really are, aren't all that interesting, either. even if they are a playoff team. Let's go to your—oh, this is one of your favorite teams. What are you referring to earlier when I was talking about the Timberwolves. This team you also—you love them. It's the New Orleans Pelicans, they are predicted to tie for 11th in the West at 37 games won. I'm sure you have the over here.
0: If I had to bet on any under-over on this list, I would take the Pelicans over 37.
1: Okay, Let me think about this for a second. Just give me one. I
0: just I I really like this team. Everybody's forgetting how good Anthony Davis was.
1: Okay. Uh if he's
0: healthy, this team is very
1: good. Okay. I can't put I'm very confident as you are that they will be over. Very. But I'm not as confident as I am that the Jazz will be under 49. I I'm not over. Okay. I,
0: okay, I might be on the same page. That's that
1: ridiculous. One. I'm not over it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I feel you. The Pelicans, I'm, 37, that's, no, they're going to win more than 37 games. Um, I just don't think that they win enough uh, to make the playoffs. Um, I have them as the 10 seed. What yeah, you,
0: well, what, when I was looking at your seeds, I knew you had them. I have them as a 6, but I knew you liked the one of the Mavs or the Pelicans. I had 6 and 10 now. Uh, I have them over thirty-six or over thirty seven to sixth and I have healed the winning rookie of the year.
1: Oh, there we go. There it is. There I have it too. I thought you were gonna yell at me. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yes, I have healed as my as my rookie of the year. I think he was the most NBA rated player. Uh I also think he was very underrated. I think there's he still has room to grow. He got better as time went on. Uh, in college and uh he's got a nice body. He takes he took a lot of NBA style shots when he was in college. Um I just I'm really Could high. On, yes, I think he he is going to be a good player. I think the the Pelicans, you know, I think they stole him where they got him, honestly.
0: I I was watching in the Pepsi Center in Denver. Um and the Nuggets had the next pick and I was very upset that I think well, I wasn't going to be able to watch Buddy Hill for the next year. Yeah, I, I knew the Pelga, the, the Nuggets going to take either Jamal Murray or Buddy Hield, and Buddy Hill got taken one spot ahead.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be the better player out of the two. Um, but obviously only time will tell that kind of thing. That's cool that we had the same because we've had a lot of similar stuff tonight. Some stuff we disagreed on, but um, usually we could tell when we, well, the other person is going to go the other way. But I was happy to hear because I really when I wrote that down, I was like, he's going to he's going to be like, no way. And I don't know. So I'm glad about that. (laughs) Well,
0: if you look at the other top guys, and and, B is not going to get enough minutes, I think we both agree that. Simmons is hurt. Ingram is going to be coming off the bench. I don't know. I I still think he's got a lot to adjust to. Um, Who knows how much time Chris Dunn and Jalen Brown are going to get. So, I mean, you look at the other guys, and I think Buddy definitely has the best chance.
1: Yeah, well, the other thing, too, is that theres I just don't see a lot of scorers on the Pelicans roster. Like, obviously, Anthony Davis is going to score a lot, and there's guys that can put the ball in the basket. But, like, I thought the, the guy that I thought of was, I think, the same maybe for you, and that was Brandon Ingram. That was the one I was like, maybe he's the guy. But D'Angelo Russell doesn't pass. Jordan Clarkson likes to score. Julius Randle's going to get touches. Um, Nick Young's gonna shoot every time he touches it. Luol Dang can can score. So I just thought there were more people that score the basketball on that team. Um
0: don't forget about Mazgov. I think mean, Mazgov's the biggest piece on that team. <laughs> four years, sixty four million. I don't know if we ever talked about that, but that's the that the most ridiculous.
1: I can't remember if it, it is. Let's um let's hold off because I do would like I do would like to talk about that. Um all right, so you're high on the Pelicans, I'm low. That seems about right. I'm high on the Mavs, you're low on the Mavs. It seems about right. Um I don't I, I, I think we would agree that we're not like high on any of these teams, but they're all kind of right there.
0: Like we could see them any any of them switching places, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, would I, you be surprised if the if the Pelicans finished sixth and the Mass finished tenth? No.
1: No. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Um as a matter of fact, the person I'm most scared about in my M V P prediction. Well, there's actually, I shouldn't say that. I I would actually say, yeah, it is Anthony Davis. Kawhi scares me also. Um, But I think if the Pelicans make the playoffs, Anthony Davis is going to have some ridiculous numbers. Um, Obviously, I have them at 10th, and I think he's capable of that. And if he does that, you know, he could probably and probably it just depends on where people end up in the playoff standing, which is kind of silly. But I guess that's one way to do it.
0: this, This might not be a question you would want to answer right now, but. If you had to start a franchise would you take Towns or uh,
1: Davis, Davis right now? Davis. Davis. Okay. I agree. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I people just people forget that he had the third what, only two other people have had a had a higher PER than him or mm-hmm. three people. It was Jordan, Jordan LeBron and Wilt, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: People kind of forget about that. Yeah,
1: no, and he he's um he's I think he's more flexible than Towns. I think he's he's um he can do more, I think is what I want to say. Um like, I wouldn't feel that weird if he was bringing the ball up the court. And Towns is Towns is flexible, too. But I just think overall, he's a better player. Um, let's move on to the other team that's tied for 11th, which I am just absolutely flabbergasted by. Like, what? I don't understand. They're predicted to have 37 wins. That's the Denver Nuggets.
0: I am going under.
1: Yeah. Me also.
0: I have them as the 12th
1: Okay, I agree with you there too. I was not sure if you were gonna go under just because I know that you like them, but thirty seven is a lot. Um and the West I think is more competitive. I think the whole NBA really is. There's a lot of talent in a lot of places. Um and they're they're one of the bottom feeders and, and they're that last tier you talked about, that's where they're at.
0: They they honestly have a very deep team that just don't have an all star, and that's that's I any mean, need one in the NBA to be good. Yeah. So and uh, my bold prediction, which I hinted at earlier, they will trade for Blake Griffin and get that all-star.
1: But what are they going to trade? I think
0: the farm. I think they. I think yeah. I think so. I think they give a combination of maybe Freed, Jokic, um, or I mean they're going to have whoever they want. They're going definitely Jamal Murray is going to be in on the deal. I know that uh, probably Gallinari or Wilson Chandler because they the Clippers need a small forward. Um they'll probably want Jokic definitely to combine with, uh, with DeAndre Jordan.
1: That's such a bad trade for the Nuggets. Why would they do that?
0: Because uh, I think they just need something to, to, for people to care about the team.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe they don't have the patience because if you get Blake, you get worse because you're going to trade way too much. But I guess in the offseason somewhere along the line, you could pick somebody, I don't know. That's um,
0: And they're kind of at the same spot where the Sixers are. You have all these young guys, but you got to get them time. So, like, they're not going to get better without time, and you have too many of them to give them time.
1: Yeah. Because you have players
0: like Gallinari and Wilson Chandler who are good, and you're going to make your team better, but you have younger guys who you want to play in that time slot. Because the Nuggets aren't going anywhere this year.
1: No, I mean, we both. both so why,
0: the why other... keep Gallinari and Wilson Chandler and Kenneth Freed around?
1: Yeah, but why give up Jokic?
0: I think that's the only reason. Then the Clippers would do it.
1: Hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying no. I just think it would be a bad move by the Nuggets. I get, I get the rationale though. Makes sense. Um, sell jerseys. Yeah, I, I put mean, people in the I seats. I think both
0: teams are gonna in a bad situation. It's gonna be interesting to me what teams do in response to this Warriors team.
1: I would love to see right? that because Blake Griffin would just like go off, and that would be awesome. Um, I mean,
0: Moutier, Moutier would be throwing lobs all.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would they would be terrible, and they'd probably come in. I'd probably move them down to fifteenth in the West, but they could be at least a little entertaining. And from there, with Moutier and and Griffin, I think you you have a good one too. And then I guess you can try to. I don't know. I don't know what you do. Because Blake's
0: a free agent after this year, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know... I mean, the problem with this, this trade offer is I don't know if Blake would want to fame Denver. Yeah. Which would be the whole point of the trade for the Nuggets.
1: Right. Like, just sign and trade or what, something.
0: What was your uh, bowl prediction for the Nuggets?
1: Uh, Mude leads the team in points per game and assists per game. Okay. Yeah, it's not, like, crazy. No one really yeah. get that, had that many assists last year. I think the leader on the team didn't even have six. Um... And I think he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jameer Nelson is his backup. So, no one's one's really fighting for time for him.
1: Jameer Nelson's in the league still. I honestly didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he's been on the Nuggets the last few years.
1: I did. Well, in my defense, even though the Nuggets won 33 games. If I had took a random poll of pundits, the NBA, like, People, writers, there's no way people would know that they won thirty-three games. Like if I was like over under thirty wins last year, everyone would be like, definitely under. There's no way the Nuggets won thirty three games. <laughs> right?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think anybody really paid attention to them. No, they're like, kind of there.
1: They've they're kind of like um to me the equivalent is like the Dolphins. Like the Dolphins. Are never like super bad, but no one ever talks about them. Like, at least with the Browns, like, you're like, oh my God, another quarterback. Are they even gonna win a game this year? They're interesting in the really bad way. The Dolphins, for like the last four or five seasons, like, do, do they exist? Like, I live down here, I don't even know they exist, you know? It's, it's very strange. Um, anyway, yeah. sorry for that. But um, let's move on to the team that's predicted to come 13th in the West uh, with 34 wins Sacramento Kings, over or under?
0: I am taking the under.
1: Me too. What's your bold prediction? And
0: I think they'll finish 14th in the West, and I think that Boogie Cousins will not be traded.
1: Oh, I think they will finish 14th in the West, and my bold prediction is that Cousins will be traded. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I figured. Did you know? Yeah. Did you do that on purpose, or is just because all the talk about it?
0: Um, kind of both. <laughs> I figured you'd put that he would be traded. Um, I just don't know who they would trade him to.
1: Yeah, I remember last year I, I was, like, trading everyone in the whole league. So this year I refrained, tried to do other things. And when I got here, I was like, all right, I've been through, like, 20-some teams. Finally, I can say that someone's going to be traded. So I picked Boogie. I think this is the most likely thing to happen because we've been talking about it for so long. Boogie doesn't want to be there probably. They're they're going to be really bad. Like, I haven't picked predicted to be 14th. Um, and they're just going to, I think, come to the realization, like, we got to get rid of this guy for anything, and I think they'll do it.
0: And our predictions last year for the Kings, where you said neither Rondo, both of them would be gone. Rondo and Cousins would both be gone from the team uh before the end of the season. I said Cousins would be traded
1: mm. last season. Okay.
0: So we're still both shocked that Cousins is still on the team.
1: Yes. Um. And I'm surprised you've changed your mind. You think he's going to stay now.
0: Um, I I just don't know what they're... I don't think they can get enough in return that he's worth.
1: Right. And I think that that's been the problem in the past. And I guess the difference for me this year is that they're going to be... They're going to take a step backwards. Like They won 33 games last year. They were never in playoff contention, but that's not that bad of a record. Whereas this year, I think they're at danger of winning like 20, 22, 23. So... When they're on that pace, I think they're just going to say, okay, we're desperate enough now. Let's just get rid of this guy while we still can. I could be wrong, obviously, but. That's
0: uh, fair enough.
1: Um, let's move on to the Phoenix Suns. They are predicted to come in 14th with 30 wins. you taking the over or the under?
0: I am actually taking the over on this one.
1: Wow. I'm taking uh, the under. I think
0: they finished 13th, t- 13th in the left.
1: Okay. Um. I t- I'm taking the under. I think I have them in last place in the Western Conference this year.
0: Okay. Also, I forgot to mention when we were in the Nuggets, when uh, you were surprised that Nelson was on the team, uh, Mike Miller is still on the, uh, the Nuggets, also. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, just, I just thought we'd that out. Uh, my bold prediction for the Suns is that Brandon Knight is traded.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Um my bold prediction is that Devin Booker leads the team in points per game.
0: Is uh Bledsoe gonna stay healthy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Booker just doesn't play defense.
1: Well it's, it's not about defense. Me. It's just
0: No, yeah, but that's I just don't like him because he doesn't play defense.
1: Oh. Well they have Barbosa. I mean he plays a little defense, right?
0: Yeah. And my other bold prediction for the Suns is that they're going to draft another Kentucky guard this year in the draft. Like they do every single year.
1: Which is not a bad strategy if you need a guard, but, I mean, you don't need to do it over and over and over again.
0: In training camp, they had five Kentucky guards on their team. Yeah. it's
1: they finally, kind.
0: Of, they finally cut Archie Goodwin, but they still have four.
1: It's kind of like the Sixers with the centers, but the difference, I think, between the two is that the Sixers kind of... Got their hand forced a couple of times, like we had the, uh, what was it, the third pick when we got Okafor, and like w- he was like the clear choice at that point, so that kind of stuff. So, well,
0: and Embiid too. There was three players. There was three top players in that draft. Right. And, I mean, they had the third pick, so obviously they're going to be taking the one that's left.
1: Exactly. Like not that the Suns kind of went not out that of the Embiid way. is,
0: not that Embiid is the one that was left, because I would rather have him out of any of those three at this point.
1: Me too. Me too. But it's like the Suns. They're not forced into that because they don't really have that high of a pick. They just go out of their way to pick Kentucky guards a lot. It's very strange yeah. behavior. They,
0: well, actually, they didn't draft Blanche at the They traded for them. So yeah, so They just really like Kentucky guard.
1: That's true. All right, enough about them. Let's talk about the team that's predicted to come dead last in the West. I think you have them dead last in the West. Uh, 24.5 wins over or under?
0: I have it under. Probably just about 23 or 24, though.
1: I have the over. I actually think this team is going to come 13th in the West.
0: This is the team that we hope finishes fourth in the lottery and stays there. Because we want the Sixers to get that Lakers pick finally since it's been three years since we acquired it.
1: Well, 13th in the West will be close to fourth overall, probably, right?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know if we actually want them to finish fourth because then (laughs) they could move up to the top three. But my bold prediction is that Julius Randle is the best player on this team.
1: Okay, yeah, I don't think that's that bold. I like it. Um, Definitely some up in the air. A lot of people are high on Russell. Um, I mean, it's going to be tough to be better than Timothy Mozgov. I mean, he's such a superstar that, you know, like, I don't know, man. Um, I
0: think we should stop talking about Moskov. He's gotten
1: way too much time on this podcast. That's true. (laughs) That's very true. Um, D'Angelo Russell is going to average 15, 5, and 5. It's not that bold, I guess. Five turnovers? (laughs) Maybe that too. 15, 5, (laughs) 5, and five turnovers.
0: Yeah, and five fouls. I got you. So it's the 15 points, five turnovers, and five fouls. I understand. (laughs)
1: You can't be that low on pitch.
0: him. I'm pretty low on him. Man, come on. But it's just because I don't like him.
1: As like a person? Yeah. Oh. Ever wow. since
0: he did that stupid ice in his veins during the summer game.
1: Yeah. No, he's definitely a little cocky, a little uh he he rubs me the wrong way also. Um being out in LA does not help a large ego um either. Yeah, so. And the
0: whole Snapchat thing last year with Nick Young.
1: Yeah, like, how do you not know? But he did do the commercial, which made fun of himself,
0: which he gained some points back. Yes,
1: him. yes, true. Man, you, uh, you, you have intense, deep feelings about this. Like, you know, all his whole like, you got your points laid out and everything.
0: Yes, exactly. I was because I knew you were going to talk about Russell, so I figured I had that, I had that stuff
1: ready. I'm not that high on him. Trust me, I just, I think he'll be decent. I think he'll be good. I don't think he's. Yeah gonna be a a legend or anything. Yeah,
0: I mean those those stats aren't anything jumps out of the page.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean I think they're they're good stats. They're decent and all all around. I think he'll improve upon that going forward, but he's not he's not, you know, he's not Russell Westbrook. He's not I don't even think he's Damian Lillard. But Lillard took a while to come on, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, and yeah I mean he was a four year player in college. They wouldn't call him that whole Portland team. They drafted and the older guys that worked out for them
1: sure did. All right, so you got we went through the east and the west. Um, we agree on the top teams in both conferences for the most part. Uh, I think we were exactly the same in the west and off by what we had one, two teams switched around. I think maybe in the east at the top. Then when it goes, um, positions four slash five through about 10 or 11, we vary very widely. Um, which I think makes sense looking at both conferences and which it, it, that's why I think there's a lot of hype because a lot of teams have a chance and it's really hard to see who's good and who's not. And then we agree for the most part on the bottom feeders also, maybe not the positioning, but we basically have the same bottom three in each conference, I think so.
0: Yeah. And uh, I mean, one thing we agreed on last year, I remember we talked a while about that TJ McCollum was going to be very good. That was actually your bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, So if we learned anything from that, it means that Buddy Heald is going to be very good this year.
1: Mm. Yeah, that was...
0: like one of the few things we agree on.
1: Yes. um, We're very high on him. We're high on Memphis, but I'm not confident. Um, I would have been more, like, I don't know. I just feel like we're we're very high on Memphis. I think they're going to be good, though. Fourth or fifth is not unreasonably high. So I think that could definitely happen. And they
0: got the highest paid player in the league. So, yeah, I, Mike I, that,
1: that, that was um, interesting to the, say the, the
0: least. The, the shame of that is that Mike Conley has been one of the most underrated players for a while now. And now everybody's going to say he's overpaid, which he is, but here's well, uh, everybody's, well, everybody's going to forget about all those years
1: that he was underrated. Jay Z has said, Would you rather be underpaid or overrated? And I'm sorry, would you rather be overpaid? now nah, I've messed it up, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'd rather yeah, be yeah, the yeah. underrated guy who's overpaid um, every day. Um, and that's, that's him right now. I, the thing is, when it comes to the point I don't feel bad for Mike Conley. Because honestly, if you're ranking point guards, is he in your top 15?
0: Um, if I had to guess right now, I'd say he'd be right around that point.
1: Yeah, but that, that's the problem. He is really good. The problem is the NBA is full of good point guards. Like Everybody's got one of these guys. So, yeah. you know, that's the thing, you know, and that's why we we can't talk about everybody. Um, and I think that's really what he's a victim of. I don't think that it's like he's like the sixth best point guard and no one talks about him. He's like the 15th, which in normal NBA, he's probably more like the 10th or 8th. But there's so many, so, so many good point guards right now. So you can only talk about so many guys. And you got to remember his style of play is very not exciting, like Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Rajon Rondo, way more exciting, you know?
0: Well, yeah, and one of his best uh, traits is his defense, which nobody really talks about. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, playing defense is very exciting, which is why people don't talk about Kawhi as much as they should.
1: Right. I think the other thing, too, is because of the position he plays, point guard, and the way he handles situations, you know? Um, and leads the team. I think that's why they were willing to overpay him, also, because he kind of is their franchise. And they, I know that Marcus Saul and Memphis is like one thing, but when I think about who's, you know, the captain of the ship, it's definitely usually the point guard of a team. Um, but it's very rare that you have a guy who so clearly identifies with the message of the team and. Um, Whose team kind of follows behind them like that, you know? And he's not even the best player on his team. Well, he might be now, but there's so many years where he wasn't, he might not have even be the best, one of the best two players on his team, you know? Yeah. I
0: mean, they were good for, they've been good for a very long time.
1: Yeah. And
0: well, they set a record last year for starting or, or playing 28 different guys last year. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely their injury problem.
1: Yeah. And, um, What's crazy about that is with all those all those guys they played last year, they still won 42 games and made the playoffs. Um, and that's coaching. It's amazing that Yeager, Yeager just lost his job this past season, correct?
0: He's in Sacramento. Yeah. Good luck to him.
1: That's um, so odd. We look around the league. I think you mentioned Vogel at the beginning of the podcast. We talked about that. The NBA with firing coaches, it's a little out of hand. Um, I don't know what people expect no one should lose their job this year. I mean the Warriors There's already
0: rumors about Brett losing it thirty games in the season or so. Brett Brown? People predicting that. Yeah. People predicting that Brett Brown won't last more than thirty games. What what was he
1: what is he supposed to do? That's a fantastic question. Like he didn't he's not God. He's just some human being trying to organize a bunch of people who aren't ready to be in the NBA for the most part. Or just starting in yeah. the NBA. I mean, this year, if they win, well, I predicted them to. I think they'll win twenty some games. But re- in reality, if you think about it, with all those guys I mentioned who haven't even played NBA games before, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of high to say that they're going to win twenty games. That's a that's a high number.
0: Uh, I mean, it definitely all. I mean, yeah, it all depends when Simmons comes back. If they make a trade. I mean, there, there's so many variables in the Pittsburgh season. It's, it's tough to predict.
1: One of the biggest keys is they can't give up. They gave up 107 points per game last year. That's not going to work. It's just not because they're not going to be able to score at that, at that pace or not even close to it. I mean, the point difference last year was 10. I mean, that, that, that's not okay.
0: No. And hopefully, MB can stay healthy, provide that rim protection to that team, too. Yeah. That's going to be key to keeping that point down. But before we leave, uh, I assume – and we don't have to go through the whole playoffs, but I assume our finals will look very, very, very similar.
1: Um, Yeah. mine
0: is the Warriors over the Cavs. Well, the Warriors against the Cavs for the third straight year and the Warriors winning.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how you could pick anything else and have a reasonable argument – Honestly the I Rears... mean, you know me,
0: I usually like to go against the grain on these types of things, mm-hmm. but I, I just can't this year. Yeah. I, I mean, how? <laughs> it's just, this team, that starting lineup, it's all those guys. I just can't. Like I said, I think they win about 75 games, and they break that record again and then win the NBA, win the NBA Finals.
1: How many games do they lose in the playoffs? Three. Wow, that's high. That's high? Yes.
0: Well, I think LeBron takes two of them, so...
1: Oh, wow. LeBron's going to take two against them. Oh, sorry. The Cavs. Hey, hey, hey LeBron. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean it like that. I meant it... I just meant it like the, the Cavs are going to take two. That's saying a lot. I was going to give the Cavs you one... Said
0: the Spurs are going to take three, right?
1: Yeah, but I don't... See, you, but here's the difference. You think they're going to win 75 games, so winning 75 games means you you lost six in the regular season. Then you're going to say they will lose three more in the playoffs. Uh, that seems high. But I I have them at maybe 70 wins, and then I have them at maybe four losses in the playoffs. I don't think they're losing a game in the first two rounds.
0: Well, what did they lose? They lost uh, 10 games in the playoffs last year compared to the nine they lost in the regular season.
1: That's fair. Wow. So.
0: Playoffs is a whole different animal. You're playing the same team back-to-back and all that. Uh,
1: undoubtedly. I just think that they'll be so much better. But, I mean, I have them losing four. So, I probably exaggerated with the Spurs. I mean, if they if they went to Game 7, that would be crazy. Um, but I think the Spurs are better than they were last year, although they couldn't even get past OKC last year. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it's definitely interesting to watch and the Warriors just don't run away with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not rooting for injury, but I mean, in the back of my head I'm thinking, man, it would be nice if one of these guys like couldn't play so that it could be a reasonable season. Um but the other storylines on the way will be really fun. Seeing how many LeBron can take from them will be really fun. Um if they break the NBA record, it'll be fun. And I'm going to try to enjoy it just to enjoy, you know, the the scoring and see how many points they score per game, that kind of thing and great storylines, I mean, D-Wade, you know, going to back to Miami at some point this season, New York and Chicago playing each other at some point. Um, those kinds of things uh, I think will be cool. And, of course, well, What OKC is the record State. points per game? I looked it up earlier. It's like 125 or some ridiculous thing. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay.
0: I was going to say, will they break it. And Because uh, I think the Rockets are going to be pretty high, too. But neither of them are breaking that, I don't think.
1: Yeah, um... I think I think it's 120 something I can't find it now. But yeah, it's it's um it's it's really high. Uh oh, the Denver Nuggets 126.48 in 8182. Yeah, the Philadelphia Warriors are second, the Philadelphia 76ers are third.
0: I'm going to guess they were both wealth teams.
1: Yeah, I imagine it was in the 60s both of them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. But still, I mean, just the way today's game is going, Um, more threes, all that, the the points per game is building back up to those kind of numbers.
1: Yeah. It said here uh, that the Denver Nuggets, that Denver Nuggets team that set the record, they have um, the record for most consecutive games with 100 points or more. 136 straight games with 100 points or more. That's incredible.
0: That is. That's some kind of record. It is. Oh, they had Moses. Okay. That makes sense. Moses Malone was on that Nugget team. Okay. Yep. uh, I mean, 126th lot, and uh, I doubt the Warriors even get close to that.
1: No, no. 120, I said, and that's, that's a pretty outrageous number. I think more realistically, Maybe 118, 117. I think that's definitely possible. Um, like I said, I don't think they're going to waste time playing defense. Why would you? All right, you want to score? Fine, give me the ball back. Let's shoot a three because we you just you can't outscore them, you know?
0: Yeah, three is more than two.
1: <laughs> and with that, unbelievably um, analytical. We yes, um, we will we will end this edition of the Pick and Roll Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed going through our over-unders and our bold predictions. Um, we'll check back, hopefully, in a couple of weeks to see how we're doing and how the NBA season's going. Um, so for Kevin McLernan, I'm Bill Golden, and thanks for listening.